While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Classroom Brew. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe on Patreon, that's patreon.com slash classroombrew. You can email me classroombrew at gmail.com or you can reach me on social media. It's just at classroombrew, no spaces. For this one, we've actually got a former teacher, but also, as we mentioned last week, well, I guess for me it was a few minutes ago, but uh, we've got Michael Fleming on, who was a fellow finalist in the, the Podbean uh, contest, whatever you want to call it. So thanks for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me. And so I, I appreciate you. Uh, I don't know if you, you maybe remember this, but you sent the nicest email like right after we got the, the top 10 finalist thing. Uh, and I think I read it twice because I was like, what's happening right now? It was, it was seriously the nicest thing. Like you were talking about like, well, you are a former teacher and uh, you've been doing voiceover and things like that. And you actually like checked out like an episode or two. Uh, so I, I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Well, I've, I've followed you. I'll listen every time. Oh, nice. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. I was I actually, I was kidding with a, a friend of mine. I was like, it's crazy how the, the pervasive nature of teaching is everywhere. <laughs> like a fellow finalist yeah. is also. Uh, so how many, how many years did you teach? Six years total. Okay. Uh, what grade levels are you yeah. at? These are the standard <laughs> teaching questions. Sorry. See, that's good. That's fine. I was a high school Spanish teacher. Okay. Oh, right on. For, so depending on the school I was at, I was at two different schools. One just across the river in Kentucky and one here in Indiana. Okay. And uh, so I taught all grades, but mostly sophomores, I think is probably my concentrated group. Sure. Oh, right on. That's, that's my, my main group too. I'll usually have three out of my five classes will be, will be sophomores. Um, well, cool. So isn't it just the most fun ever to teach sophomores? Oh man, it, it really, you will deal with so many middle school like issues and so many adult like issues in the same day. It's pretty insane. Right. It's crazy. Uh, especially if you're doing, so foreign language too, that's like a whole different like level. Like just, wow, yeah. I commend you for that, man. That's, that's intense. Well, thank you. It was fun because uh, anytime that we had professional development, it never applied to me. Oh yeah, for sure. It was just sure. like, yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, these are the core classes. You have to sit here, just sit here quietly. But these are the core classes. We're going to talk about how it applies to them. And you just figure it out. Right, right. You just kind so of apply it. It was nice own. being on the fringe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah actually. I was going to say the core classes too. I feel like we're pretty on the fringe too with the, some of these bullshit PDs that we have to do, <laughs> which right. we, did, uh, we did one. It was, it was like a self-paced one on teacher self-care. And a few of my, my coworkers failed it. It's <laughs> like, what? How can you fail a fucking self-care course? Uh, it, it, was, it was wild, but. so it's crazy. So you said, sorry, you said seven years. Did I forget the number already? It's okay. Six years. Six years. Okay. I was close. My memory sucks, but not, not too bad, I guess. Um, All as well. It's the summer. That's true. I'm on summer brain for sure. Um, out in the heat too much with coaching. But uh, so you, you transitioned though. Um, obviously now you have your voiceover company. 
how did yeah. that transition like come about? How'd you go from, cause I, I used to do voiceover for sure, not nearly at the level that you're doing it, but I did it for <laughs> about six months on like Fiverr. Uh, but how okay. does it, how does it shift for you? Yeah. So, uh, let's not over inflate what I'm doing here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, let, let, let's start at the beginning. Right. So I've been thinking about voiceover for, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 years, depending. I'm not sure. I can remember, um, I lived in Spain for a time, mm -hmm. which is great for a Spanish teacher, but none of the students care, but I lived in Spain for a time. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, in that time I was just kind of lonely. So I started watching videos of people playing board games, Will Wheaton and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And that's when I really started understanding what voice acting is because he does voice acting. And then a lot of the people that played in the voice act in the board game arena were voice actors mm -hmm. and the celebrity, uh, sure. celebrities who do that. So, um, I started really kind of getting a little more serious about it and it wasn't until I stopped teaching that I've actually had time because I had the summer where I didn't have to plan for the next year and I had money still coming in right, right. the summer and I get, I get paid until July or June or whenever it was. And, uh, so I had a little bit of buffer time and my very gracious and lovely wife has supported me in this. Um, but at the same time I still had to deliver pizzas for a while. Okay. Sure. I, uh, I actually am an insurance salesperson. If you don't want to end the call now, that'd be great. But I sell insurance because my mom opened an agency and she said, well, why don't you come work for me anyway? Okay. So it all kind of works out. I'm doing this voiceover stuff on the margin. September, 2020 is when I got, uh, I became part of an agency. Okay. And so I just actually formed my LLC this month officially. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So thank you. <laughs> You're like, let's not overinflate it, but now you have an LLC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have an LLC. Uh, and so it's, it's still fairly new in the, in the grand scheme of things. If somebody starts voice acting, it can take them like any other business three years to actually sure. be established and do something. So I'm coming up on year two. There's been a lot of training involved and I've just really started getting some traction yeah what's going on oh yeah. absolutely yeah i i for but, sure didn't have the stamina for that so that's that's impressive yeah tell me about your fiverr experience oh man okay well well first of all, i have a buddy of mine um brian palowski who used to do the lacy teacher podcast and i think distracted was his second one that he did and he transitioned entirely from like he he left the podcasting world to go entirely to voiceover and he also like i, I don't know how long it took him but he's like huge into that and i remember at a certain point we were both kind of on Fiverr on like even levels for a short amount of time. And then he just like took off and I was like, you know what? I don't have the patience for this. <laughs> uh, and more so it wasn't the work itself. Uh, I mean, you're for sure well aware of this. It's more the time it takes to edit. And like, Oof. I think I had a number of times when I just was reading something and it's not always, at least on Fiverr, it's not always phrased the best depending on who wrote the script. So oh, sure. And so if you're if you're trying to like read it, your brain just kind of makes the natural correction for what it should be. And there's a whole thing of like, well, if they didn't pay for edits, you got to do it exactly as is or they might want it that way for a reason. And I just I hated the customer service part of it. And that was what for sure it checked me out to the point where I think at one point I did someone's script. It was like a, one of those really big jobs, which for Fiverr that's maybe like 
six or 700 bucks. I don't know if that's big anymore, but at the time for me, it was big, but yeah, uh, did the whole thing, edited all of it. It was perfect. Had the right inflection. He was like, yep, good to go. But he changed the script like after, and then he wanted me to just redo it. And I'm like, no, dude, like I can redo it, but like you got to pay for the additional uh, time. It takes time. Good for you. And it, it became a big thing. And finally, I think eventually I was like, this isn't worth it. I canceled the whole thing and I was like, fuck off to this guy because I just, I couldn't deal with it anymore. But there, it, it ranged. There were some people that were very lovely that I've done some stuff for. Um, stuff where it was like, I was like, I wonder how this like animatronic video is doing. And it's got like 6 million views. And I'm like, oh shit. It's <laughs> uh, awesome. So it, it kind of ranged. But I think my favorite, cool, I think my favorite was, <laughs> is the most like weird first audiobook that I did. Uh, so being a straight white male, I was I was doing an audiobook for a female writer who was giving uh, advice to women in her attempts to take the male perspective on the dating world. So wow. it's very roundabout. It was it was great. They were, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, I probably couldn't even <laughs> say it if I did, but it was very interesting. Like the whole chapter on like oral sex was for sure a little little <laughs> out of wow. my element, but but yeah. Is it so where are you you have your own like LLC now? Where are you kind of basing your like how do people access your services then for that for right now i'm fairly local in evansville indiana okay six hours south of you uh but um websites coming i'm still working on a professionally produced demo i've got some audio files out there that i can throw up on a website and the website's almost done but um in july i'll have recorded my professional demo with my studio that i'm training with in new york and what's b- the beautiful thing about this, as you know, is you can be anywhere oh, and yeah. connect with anybody as we're doing right now and record. Not a big deal. There's uh, two main um, softwares. I don't know, web-based things that you can get. One is called IPDTL, which is Internet Protocol Down the Line. And that's what I'll be using to record my demo. That's pretty popular with the voiceover people. And then another one is called Source Connect. And that's, there used to be a thing called ISDN, which was a hardwired deal. Like you would have your phone line, you'd have your ISDN line. And then, I don't know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, they started not using that anymore, not supporting that anymore. So all these people had these jacks into their walls that like nobody's going to be able to connect to anymore. So Source Connect came along to take the place of that. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so, you can you can be anywhere and do anything, and I'm just here in my board game closet. I, I mean, that's I mean, I'm also in like a makeshift closet too, where you just start adding foam panels and stuff and, and all that. But yeah, so are absolutely. you doing the editing, or is it more you're collaborating with these other groups through this technology, and they take care of that? It depends. Okay. Um, for the for the demo record, that's definitely going to be all the editing and engineering is going to be done by somebody else because they know what they're doing. I this is if there was. <laughs> If there was a stat sheet for a video game and this, I was the voiceover character, I would have 20 in performance, but nine in audio engineering. I would have, you know, <laughs> Same. I got, I have almost no knowledge. I've been learning a lot, a lot, a lot, but, um, so it depends on the project and what the person needs from me. I was just talking with a person today for some e-learning videos and they just need raw audio. So oh, nice. I'll just record, yeah, clean yeah. it up a little bit and throw it at them they'll do what they need to do with it yeah that's and that's really preferable for me oh, yeah. yeah 
Uh, that was for, and again, that's for sure. The ratio, I don't remember what it was. It was something like one to four for like hours of recording versus hours of like editing, especially if you're having mm -hmm. a day when you just keep messing up. But yeah, I would always, yeah. when I would edit, I would almost make myself laugh if it had been a few days since I recorded it from editing it because it would be like, I would try to read it like, um, in this module, you'll learn, motherfucker. And then I would like cut back to like <laughs> very monotone flat. You know what I mean? You just have those like shows for yeah. motion. <laughs> I don't right. know if you've got that. If you're if you're sending raw files, probably not. But that might have just been me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. So um, one thing about your voice, though, like I really I really like your voice. Oh, thanks, man. When I heard when I heard your entry in this Podbean pod, podcast contest advertisement, whatever they're calling it, 2022. <laughs> it's not they, a good title uh, for it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. They uh, it was. Um, there was, gosh, what was it? Too opinionated was one that had like uh, a hip hop beat to it mm -hmm. that I really enjoyed that one. And of course, yours and mine were almost the exact same. It was very, uh, it was deal, very but, fourth Wally for both of us. I think yours was like yours yeah. was like the cool kids, and you had this cool, like relaxed vibe to it, right? Yeah, but the, immediately I thought this guy has the uh, authoritative millennial voice. <laughs> <laughs> that really, really would speak to a lot of people. So I'm sorry to hear that you're no longer doing the voiceovers. I think. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate if, it. If, perhaps if you didn't do Fiverr and you did it a completely different way and you had more control over everything, you might, you might have more enjoyment out of it. Yeah, that's true. Like finding a different avenue for it. Uh, yeah. I know that that's something I, I thought about it for a while, but it's more just because I, when I started doing it, it was like the beginning of like the first lockdown so there was just a lot of time because that, that, i mean that's before like kids had access to do remote learning and stuff like that so like right. i was available for office hours but i was kind of like setting up sales so i could do my recording in the night but yeah I, I for sure thought about it i love the flexibility being able to work at home i mean i'm again like we've been saying we're just kind of in makeshift <laughs> sound studios yeah. that you're not gonna know the difference but uh right but no i, I appreciate that i think it's uh for sure an option right i mean if yeah. you're making it work, that's for sure something that's uh, very optimistic for me. But if you've already got um, a body of work, there are tons of agencies, reputable agencies in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Okay, that can. I mean, why wouldn't they use you? In my opinion, so it's just something. And what's great about that is they find the work for you. All you have to do is audition. Okay, they okay. set up the contracts. They take a fee. Right. Sure. As anything but, would. Yeah. But they, they take care of all, everything, the money, everything. And then you just send your audition. If you get hired, you work with the company and then you go back and get more work from your, from your agent. It's really nice. Okay. Yeah. That does. Sound, I mean, the, I think my big desire would be, I don't want to, again, like you're saying, they take care of the stuff with the, the contract, the customer. I feel like the yeah. editing, anything that's going to be like, I could send raw audio. That'd be great. I'd probably have to take out any of my motherfuckers and shit when I <laughs> mess it up. <laughs> right? But other than that, I don't know. that'd be great. Yeah, sure. They, they might, might endear you. They might <laughs> endear you to the company. <laughs> right. But they, uh, that with, when working with an agency out of Chicago and you say, I just want to do commercial work. Here's my, here's a commercial demo that I put together of things that I've done. I mean, you're going to get bigger clients that are going to have their own production team. True. Yeah, You don't true. have to do a whole lot anyway. So yeah. Yeah. And you can also pick and choose your auditions. You don't have to audition for everything. They'll send it to you and you can say, no, thanks. Not this time. Okay. I'm busy. Yeah, that's encouraging. What we do. Now, when you're doing your current stuff, what do you tend to do more? Because you've, you've mentioned voice over, but also voice acting. And they're, they're 
technically one and the same, right? But there is for sure a difference with it. What do you tend to like gravitate toward or what have been more of your projects based around? Well, um, commercial work, I think, is like radio commercial, uh, e-learning. It's just, it's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, yeah. I mean, just right now, tonight, actually tonight, after we're done with this, I've <laughs> got to do another audition because my office hours for voiceover starts when the kids are asleep. Okay. So, sure. you know, I work all day, hang out with the kids, kids fall asleep, and then I'm on the job for VO. So tonight I'm going to audition for um, the Indiana Museum has a lot of interactive exhibits. And so I'm going to, I'm going to audition for a, uh, a Blinken bust yeah, and hey, there you go. And a world war II bomb site, which is like the thing that they would put to their eyes when they're in the plane to see where they dropped the bombs. So, <laughs> right. That's um, pretty sweet. Now, is this more of like a, you're going to take on the, the role or is it just the flat standard, like infomercial no, sounding? No. They want, they want, uh, specifically Oh, geez. One of them said, uh, bombastic <laughs> Shakespearean, uh, community theater, white. That was the description. Jeez. For that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. They want, they want the white male voice for that. Oh, Late twenties, wow. mid thirties. Right. Right. Which I'm, I'm outside of that a little bit, but that's fine. And then, uh, the other one was a, uh, um, the greatest generation military I'm thinking drill sergeanty kind of okay. sound yeah. to it. So yeah, character, it's fun to get to do the character stuff, but it's also harder to do the, to do the character stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One guy said, one guy said that there was a, um, whenever you think that you're going over the top, you've just started. It, yeah. Like that's because it's hard to convey with just a microphone. You don't have anything around you. You don't have a stage. You don't have props. You don't have music. Well, you might have music, but you're just, you're trying to convey the scene with your voice. And it's one of the hardest things to do. So, oh yeah. I remember at one point I was like, this guy wants a cartoon. Cause it was something, I don't remember what the line was, but it was like something about disappointment. And I was like, I'm really disappointed in you, man. And he was like, I don't feel it. And I'd be like, I'm really disappointed in you. And he was like, yeah, there it is. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. It's almost like I heard someone, I can't remember, it was like some VFX guy on YouTube. He was talking about they'll give like three different cuts for like, let's say it's an explosion scene. And there's the realistic okay. thing. There's the thing that they want that'll translate more that they will go, which is somewhere in the middle. And then they always make an over-the-top version. And that's always what the studio is going to go with. <laughs> kind of, even with that visual media, it kind of, you know, tracks a little bit. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's for sure above my, my grade. So the- How long have you been teaching? This is, I just finished year five. Uh, okay. So I'm, I'm pretty early is, into it. Yeah. Sure. This is the year though. If you make it past this, don't listen to me because I was six years, but if you make it past <laughs> this, you're going to, you're going to make it. That's what they say. That's, that's what they say. What they say. Um, I guess we'll say, I mean, I, for sure that beating the stat, that's kind of cool. So I guess at this point yeah. now I can just be like, all right, I can cut my losses. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it sounds like you were a little more entrenched than I was. Cause you're coaching, you're, uh, you're teaching, mm -hmm. like you're doing the, Many was there some roles. committee I, that you were on for like prom or something? I can't remember. Oh, that, no, definitely not. No, I'll do, uh, so I'm like one of the department chairs, instructional coach. Um, okay. I'm also part of a couple programs for like mentoring and other instructional coaching and stuff. And then, yeah, all my, all my sports and stuff. But 
I'm going to slowly start to like shift some things away, offload some things. Like I feel like it's, that's what, and granted, not that I'm like super old, but I'm going to start to like pass that on. And then hopefully eventually we'll get some younger staff members that can, <laughs> can take that on. Cause it, as the, so Illinois has really shitty stipends for okay. sports coaching. Just it's bad. Yeah. Uh, like the, the pay per hour, if you really took it into consideration is terrible. And so as your salary goes up and up and up, that stipend that stays the same, it just goes down and down and down and down for the percentage of what it's worth. And I right. feel like I got to find like whatever the diminishing return on my effort and time. <laughs> that's what it's, yeah. that's got to be based off of. But, but I mean, six years though, that's in two different schools, two different states, that's got to be a big transition. Are there any yeah. like standout moments where you were like, because I mean, it's, I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision or, or was it an easy decision to like actually say i'm going to transition out of this no it wasn't easy because nobody does it like i do right i want to fair so there was <laughs> that was definitely in my mind of uh i i don't trust anybody else to do what i do sure but at the same time i needed to get out there was uh i had some family issues going on that okay. required my attention <laughs> but uh yeah, it was tough. It was tough, it, but it was also, it, it was both. It was easy because the e-learning, nobody's going to learn mm -hmm. the, the, the way that they were doing it. I was at a, I was at a school in Kentucky and the way that they were doing it at the beginning of the pandemic, that 2020 spring semester was, um, basically everybody passed no matter what <laughs> yeah because it was such a hard time for everyone quote unquote right and for my students in in that by the way if you can get to a rural county school where they're the only school in the county mm. that's the dream job because <laughs> okay. everybody knows each other everybody's oh, accountable sure. and the students are a little bit more manageable okay yeah i didn't think about that way in in evansville we have eight high schools and there's no sense of community. And I don't know if you've ever had this, but while I'm trying to instruct, I got kids doing their TikTok dances. What are you doing? For sure. A big hallway issue. I know we have, I noticed too, I don't know how it is in, in the, the districts that you've been in, but the, the mobility rate is insane. Like where kids are transferring in and out. Like I went to for uh, kindergarten, middle school, like kindergarten through elementary, kin, uh, middle school, high school, undergrad and graduate school, four schools total. Like that's it. Like wow. I went through a, a K through eight school. That was one school I had, then a high school, then my undergraduate university, then my graduate university. And that's it. Versus some of our kids, they go to four schools in like one school year. So I don't know. I mean, you have, it sounds like you have a lot of schools in the most recent district, but did you get a lot yeah. of that? Like in and out, in and out, in and out where the kids aren't really invested yeah. in their school i think every year we would have one person move oh wow yeah I, at least for what i saw i mean i'm sure there were more students than that but from what sure. i saw in my 35 per class spanish yeah. class it mm -hmm. was uh well at least one student once a year we had one student that at, at certain points he still stayed in our school when from when he was a sophomore to when he was um a senior but he would always try to change his schedule at the end of like the second and fourth quarter, the end of the semester, because he was hoping like mm -hmm. to get like a quick refresh, start off with his new class at like a fresh, I'm at an A. And uh, they right. let him, 
they pretty much let him. <laughs> but wow, yeah, he conned that system. But well, there's an indication of intelligence, right? Yeah, that the uh, the little, system isn't going to show. Right, a little evil geniusness that you know. Yeah. So you can exploit the system. Why not? I mean, we didn't hate the player; we just hated the game. But they don't want to. They don't want to adjust <laughs> nice. to that. So, uh, do you have any like standout moments though from either district that you were like, those are the moments that you miss from from that teaching world? Uh, what we would call culture days, where the students made food and I ate all day. That was nice. Sounds amazing, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> like, you can do that in a foreign language class. It's culture. Sure. Yeah. yeah just wait. What's your What's your recipe? What What, what country is that from? Great. Let's watch a movie. <laughs> right. It was, it was amazing. Uh, the, um, I don't know about, there was, I mean, there was good and bad. There were a lot of funny moments. <laughs> there was, uh, and language just kind of lends itself to that, I think. But one, in, one that I remember, there was this girl and I said, okay, so the Spanish word for to start or to begin is empezar or comenzar and she said she raised her hand why do they have two words for it you mean like to start and to begin <laughs> that was like the end of that conversation right right that right was hilarious yeah everyone forgets how, how messed up the english language is oh my gosh yeah <laughs> but uh and then there was another kid and he said uh he rose his hand rose raised raised english right? isn't yeah. my it's my one. It's my first language, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm dealing with a five-year-old, three-year-old, and one-year-old. I'm not even correcting them. <laughs> right, right. I'm with you. But uh, guy raises his hand and he says, uh, "Mr. Fleming, yes. What does donde mean?" I said, "Where?" And he points at his book right here. Because donde means where, and I was telling him that that's oh. what I meant. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's the best. But he points at his book, yeah. Yeah, I love those, so those smart-ass moments. I miss those too. Yeah. I, I feel like, especially with the pandemic too, I had such a good filter where like in my head, I would be like, oh, that was really funny. Like that was, that was really good shit. Uh, but you, don't, you won't say it to them or you'll pull them aside so that no one else sees it. That filter with like masks and like remote learning or something like that, like kids would say shit and I would just like, yeah, I'm gonna indulge in it. I'm gonna have the laugh in that moment. Not the most teacherly thing, but just, the filter was gone at a certain point. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There, I think there was even at one point a friend of mine who um, she recently uh, left teaching this past uh, uh, leave or this uh, school year uh, and is moving like away from the district, all that stuff. She had like a moment where she for sure lost her filter because like a student like tapped her on the shoulder and she wasn't expecting it. And she was like, bitch. And they were like, did you just call no. me a bitch? And she was like, well, yeah, sorry. It was just a reaction. <laughs> just no I'm out of here anyway. It doesn't matter. Right, right. It was amazing, matter. but yeah, that filter's there was a, gone. There was one, the guy that I replaced at uh, one of the schools, uh, he wasn't replaced because of this, and I'm surprised. But this <laughs> oh, again, no. this is why, <laughs> this is why working at a rural county school is, is to your benefit, but a kid knocked a phone out of his hand and he punched him in the face. Whoa. And he was still <laughs> in. He was still in. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. impressive. <laughs> Right. It's like, well, you know, teachers are hard to come by. So <laughs> yeah, right. you got to start respecting them more so that, you know, you have more of them in the profession. So you know, they're, you can replace them when they actually do something like that. That's right. I remember that music teacher too, that everyone like came to his aid. Cause he was just throwing haymakers left and right. He was a music teacher, like a sub. It was Mr. Riley. I only know. Cause I think we did an episode about him or whatever. Okay. And he just went to town. I don't, I wonder what happened with that guy. 
beside the point, but I got to look that up. But wow, that's impressive. Like students went to town? Yeah, he was. Let me see if I can find it. He was this music teacher. Apparently the kid was like using racial slurs and shit. So like the, it was no angel of a oh. student or whatever. But the sure. whole thing was like Justice for Riley or uh, Mr. Riley. Interesting. Music teacher. There's never any follow-up, right? It's like a, like a plot yeah. hole. Have you ever seen, we just recorded this, so it's on my mind. Have you seen Lean on Me? The Morgan Freeman, like, chain up the doors and all that Yeah, stuff. man. Of course. There, there. So I have a piano in the home, and I'll just start playing the, the song every once in a while. <laughs> it's go. real easy to play. So I, I had never seen it. I just kind of, like, until recently. Just to, I was like just playing along, like, oh, it's like in Lean on Me. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of, like, played along. So I finally watched it, and there are so many plot holes. And one of them, I was like, okay, maybe this is, like, poetic. Like, a student drops out, and he's like, you'll be dead in a year. You never see or hear anything about that student in the movie ever again. And I was like, that's a plot hole. Oh, wait, maybe that's intentional. But there's also, like, teenage pregnancy plot hole. Uh, there was one that I thought where it was like, what's the motivation for this one uh, parent? But that was actually there. But there's a big leap of Morgan Freeman's character, like, just hounding his teachers, being a hard ass. And then suddenly he gives a speech about, like, someone show me that I should be more appreciative. And there's no, like, connection being made there, but a lot of plot holes. But Mr. Riley, it's Director's says, cut. Director's cut, for sure. Yeah, it has, it has 18 hours of professional development for him to deal with that. But, uh, this says, charges dropped against teacher seen on video punching student who called him a racial slur. So I guess we did get justice oh, wow. for, his name is Marston Riley. This is back in 2018. Where was this? It was in uh, L.A., Los Angeles County oh. uh, District Attorney's Office. Uh, wow. Maywood Academy High School. Kid was 14. Um, yeah, wow. Oh, sorry. Maywood is a small town near, uh, or sorry, in downtown Los Angeles. But So he got away with that. So, I mean, I guess that's good. I don't want to <laughs> bring it up, I'm, I'm set any precedence. But, um, but yeah, some interesting uh, plot holes in that. But. So, well, I guess as a nice, like, little um, segue or way to, like, close us down or anything, is there anything that you want to, like, plug for any, like, current or former teachers or anything for the voiceover stuff or, or anything at all? And so um, I have an encouragement and a challenge, maybe. Oh, okay. We're to down you that. and other teachers. One thing that I learned as a Spanish teacher was that um, homework was pointless. Mm-hmm. Homework was absolutely pointless because um, they could just go online and find the answers to the workbook from a website, <laughs> a free website, and and there was nothing that they were learning. Sure. And um, the textbook was just, you know, kind of the same deal. If I assigned them something, they they could find the answers on the same website. <laughs> so I decided to do no homework ever and no tests mm-hmm. ever, and uh, that was like two years in because. It was just doing nothing to help them learn. Mm-hmm. And there are other ways for me, as a foreign language teacher at least, to uh, gauge where they're at and, and grade them. Sure. So I completely eliminated homework, completely eliminated tests, and completely eliminated a lot of stress in my life because yeah. it was all done yeah. in class. Yeah. The students appreciated it, and they had to do more work in class in order to get their grades. And there wasn't any, I didn't turn it in because there was nothing to turn in. There was nothing. What can I do to raise my grade? Because everything they could do is already done in the class. Right. Do that day or yeah. So my challenge is what can you do 
to continue uh, teaching without homework. I like that. The that's a challenge I got, got for you. Yeah. We've, and we for sure too. It's funny you mentioned that because I feel like that's becoming the norm <clears throat> where people will not okay. do homework. So I don't, I only do it if, and my stuff is very skill-based. So I guess that's, I'm lucky there where it's like, they can't Google it necessarily because I created it, but uh, it's only <laughs> homework if they don't finish it, which I think is nice. But it's, it's funny you mentioned like, people can just use like Google Translate, right? So we for sure yeah. did that when I was, I was, I took French for four years in high school. I don't remember much so of it. So oh, nice. There you go. Do you remember anything? Because I don't. Well, actually, you, oh, you sure. teach Spanish, yeah. so of course. But I remember we yeah. we would always use Google Translate, and she always could claim she was like, "I know when you do you use it." And we're like, "Okay, maybe the translations aren't correct or whatever." But uh, and yeah. she would like catch That's it every true. so often, right? And I remember we asked her once. We were like, "What's the translation for like texting, like on your phone?" She goes, "Fair to text." And we're like, "That's bullshit. That's Google Translate right there, lady." But she, we actually <laughs> we looked it up. This is the only way we had to look was Google Translate, and sure enough, there it was. But it was legit. This is also the yeah. same lady that told us not everything translates over. Like you could probably like make up an English word and it might be close enough. Apparently she was trying to, uh, when she did study abroad in France, she was trying to get across that the bread was so much better because it was fresh versus American bread mm -hmm. had a lot of preservatives. And I guess when she said there are preservatives, that was her attempt because she didn't know the word in French. Apparently that means right. condoms. So she told this French family <laughs> that there were a lot of condoms in the bread. So that was... A nice little nice. lesson for us. That was French That's one. <laughs> I have a story, a condom story for Spanish. <laughs> Don't we all? Let's hear it. Yeah, this is right. Great. So there was a teacher when I was in Spain, I was assisting in English instruction at a bilingual high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a teacher who was talking about when she taught in America, she was Spanish taught in America. She learned her English from England, mm -hmm. right? Because they're closer. Yeah. So that's what they do. Makes sense. Attracts. Uh, yeah. So when they erase something in England, uh, they say rubber up. Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. So she she turns to her American students oh, no. for the first time in full voice. Is it okay to rubber up, guys? <laughs> Can I rubber up? That's amazing. And everybody. Yeah. That's interesting how, how there's a, a common thread. Yeah, there's, there's always, condoms always find a their way into something. Thread. Yeah, it's a con condom, condom thread. thread. Nice, I like it. Oh, that's for sure the episode. There's a condom thread. Oh, that's Great. amazing. Title of the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was on a podcast. Oh, what's it called? Condom thread, the condom thread. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our first but, episode is called Airdrop Porn, so it's all in, it's all in good, uh, good symmetry. Wonderful. Right. I'm glad I'm here. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on the voiceover side of things, I'm going to have, like I said, my, my uh, website's coming out soon. So michaelflemingvo.com. Don't do it yet. It's not right. ready. Well, unless you want to buy it, it and then you could con him for all he's worth, you know, get that domain. <laughs> Fair point. Edit that out. Please. We should, yeah, we could wait to release this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, within, within a week or so, I think the, the website should be ready. Maybe oh, nice. even less than that. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And then, yeah. You definitely send me that. Yeah, I'll put it in the description or something like that. Or if I'm lazy, I'll have okay. my buddy Matt do it when he edits. <laughs> we'll yeah, have that in no. there. But but yeah. You got to have minions. You got to have minions. Absolutely. Especially if they owe you favors and you don't have to pay them that much. That's the best. So. Absolutely. <laughs> well, hey, man, I appreciate you. Well, one, for, for reaching out. It was seriously, your your email was uh, in, in the best way possible. Uh, shocking to see and read. I, it was truly, it was, it was amazing. And Congratulations on winning the thing. I don't know when we'll be able to cash in on our, our stuff on, on Podbean's app or whatever, but uh, nicely yeah. done on your ad. It was all Thank the you. cool kids. All that was, It was great. And uh, who knows? Maybe they'll have another really long contest 
that just keeps having a longer and longer <laughs> title next year, and then we'll we'll be right? able to do to uh, enter that one again. But we'll have to. It, uh, I'm at some excited point. because we're gonna we're gonna get together here before one of the prizes is being on their podcast, which gives us more exposure. Oh, but that's we're gonna right. get together with a guy from uh, from Africa. That's right. Uh, I forget what his ad was. I think he had like was his the the demon voice, the genie. The, the genie that's what it was. Yeah. That's right. Okay, that's great. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. That's sometime in July, so we'll have to we'll plug that at some point. But uh, yeah. either way, we'll have to do at Tune some in, point everybody. some sort of update on this podcast too, and maybe even get you to start your own. Who knows? I don't know. The VO I would... something. Oh yeah, I got one. Sorry, novice to pro VO podcast. Oh, I knew that. I totally knew that because you had to. That's how you submitted it through the thing. So novice to pro podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming they can listen to it anywhere that uh, podcasts are are it's, out. It's like it's got like ten icons. You can look. You can <laughs> listen to it on ten icons. Right, right. Anywhere you can listen to it. Um, yeah. Well, sweet. We'll, we'll have to put that in there too, and then um, any social medias and stuff like that. Definitely, definitely. Appreciate you. Well, hey man. Uh, thanks again for doing this. We'll do at some point some sort of update because I'd love to hear more about it. Um, especially once that website's okay. up, we'll for sure plug that in. And uh, yeah, you know, thanks for again reaching out and. Uh, I guess I'll see you at some point in July. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Anytime you want to, I'm free after 11 p.m. Nice. There you go. I, can, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm certainly still in the novice period, but you know, if you need somebody on novice to pro, I can for sure give you the novice perspective. <laughs> like, Please. I'll give them the what not to do, the uh, cautionary tales of a former VO person. Yeah. Sounds like fun. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, thanks again. I appreciate you. Uh, everybody else, make sure uh, wherever you're listening, great. Spread it by word of mouth. You can reach me at Classroom Brew or classroombrew at gmail.com. Had a stroke for a second. Subscribe on Patreon, all that good stuff. And until next week, class dismissed. Adios. This is Classroom Brew.